0: Hey. Hey. What's up, all of you beautiful human beings, and welcome to the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm your host, Speak Up E, and I believe the way to total self freedom is to speak up. When used correctly, your voice will give you the power to thrive beyond hate. And if somehow you have forgotten, the king slash queen inside of you has already been verified. It's now up to you to activate it. Yo, go grab all your melanated people and let them know it's time for a fucking culture shock. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Culture Shock podcast. I am your host, Speak Up E. Today is February 1st, 2022. And all that I do is for you. (laughs) Okay, that was corny. Welcome back, y'all. I am so happy to be here with you. Today, we are talking about growing up homosexual. Yes, I said it. Homosexual. (laughs) Guys, I have two of my best friends here. One, you heard about in episode one, Theo. And the other, Winston, he acts. And we're going to hear from them shortly. But first, I want to do a little story time. It's about my growing up homosexual. I came out at 14. Well, my mom pulled me out. You guys know that. (laughs) And after that, I wanted to tell my entire family... There was a couple of people that I was not going to tell. I was a little scared of them and what they would think and what they would say. And that was my great-grandparents because they were older. It was my mom's sister, my aunt, Yvette, and my younger sister, Shatia, because she was so hard. (laughs) My mom wound up telling everyone. (laughs) That's just how she operates. She must tell everyone's secrets. (laughs) I love you, mom. So she told my aunt. And I remember one day my aunt picked me up and she's like, we're going to go to the city and I want you to pay attention to the train lines. You may want to come back one day by yourself. She didn't tell me where we were going. I just remember getting on the train, the E train in New York City, Jamaica first stop, and we head to the city. I think we got off at Lexington and transferred and we took another train. It was one of the numbers. I've been out of New York City for so long, y'all don't get me to lying about a number. (laughs) Um, anyway we're on the train and we transfer and then we get off at Astor place and I remember Astor place because when we got off the train I seen this guy walk by and he was switching he was older I think it was the first time that I had seen a gay person and or that I knew of I should say you homos was out there (laughs) Um, and so He walked by, and I just remember smiling and feeling so, so happy. And I didn't know my aunt knew I was gay at the time. Um, My mom hadn't told me that she told. So I just smiled, and I felt really good inside. We started to walk about a block and a half away from the train station, and we get to this building. And it says Hetrick Martin. I'll tell you who that is in a minute. That's what it's called, right? The Harvey Milk School. Hetrick Martin and we go upstairs and we get to the front desk and at the front desk there is a man in a dress I didn't know what that was (laughs) I'm sorry I'm trying to explain what I felt in that moment because now knowing what I know it's a different you know experience I'm trying to go back 30 years and take you to that feeling um of staying at that desk and knowing that this was a man in a dress and knowing that my aunt knew it was a man in a dress. I kind of went inward. I don't know why, because I didn't equate being gay with men wearing dresses. I didn't know what that was. At that point, I had just found out what being gay was. (laughs) They're talking about enrolling me into a program at this school, right? And so the young man, he was not trans, guys um that's why i'm trying to watch what i say this is still very new for me also all of the pronouns and you know um trying to identify people uh so please bear with me i want to get this right <laughs> it is a learning process for all of us not only straight people but also queer people are trying to figure out um how this all works um so i, I want to be respectful and i want to say this correctly um so he was not trans he was a man in a dress which now i know is a drag queen Um, Well, at the time, he didn't identify as as trans. We had this conversation. He kind of, it was the one who told me what drag queens was. Um, So I don't know what he went after that. (laughs) Uh, But we're having this conversation. And so he goes to take us on a tour. And we open this door to this kind of auditorium space. And it was full of people. And when I tell you, my heart dropped into my pinky toe. And my whole pinky toe blew up the size of my head and went back down and blew up again because my heart was so happy. <laughs> there was men in dresses and wigs. There was gay people voguing. There was younger gay people just in the corner talking and laughing and in a happy place that I had never felt before because I had never been around it. And it was a school for the LGBTQIA community. And Hetrick Martin. Or Harvey Milk, I should say, was a huge advocate, gay advocate, back in the 70s, I believe. Um, and he fought for gay rights, a white man. And so he had a school in Manhattan. And I really, I mean, I would go to this thing every day after school. I'd get on a train and head to Manhattan to this school because I wanted to be around all the gay people. <laughs> I walked into the class and... There was a guy to the right. He was so cute. I mean, he was so tall and just handsome. And I really thought he was cute. Now, y'all, I'm 14 years old, okay? I walk over, talk to the guy. The guy was 21. He became my boyfriend that day. (laughs) Of course, that didn't last long. (laughs) What did I think I was doing? Like, I just thought, you say I was your boyfriend, I say he was my boyfriend, that was it. He was like, no, you got to call, you got to go on dates. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm 14. He was like, I know, but I'm like, I right, I guess that's done. He was my boyfriend for all of two days. <laughs> oh, fast ass. No sex, no sex, no sex. Okay, I wasn't that fast. Y'all slow it down, I know y'all was. You, You straight people and you homosexuals. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me speed it up a little bit. So... We leave this school and my aunt is like, so how did you feel? And I'm like, my jaw is dropped. And I'm like, auntie, I love you, thank you. You don't know how you just opened my world up because I thought I was alone. And how did you know? And she said, your mom told me. I said, well, are you mad? Because I wasn't gonna tell you. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you tell me? I'm like, because I heard you make comments about gay people. You know, and I don't know if you meant it in a rude or malicious way, but I heard it. And so she was like, oh, I was just saying that I'm not gay. I would never do it. (laughs) And I'm like, I I understand that. So we got over that and I started going to the Milk Harvey School um, and making gay friends. I got my first kiss there. I met my first boyfriend there. I met so many friends there. Um, So many people who really pushed me in a new direction. We would leave the school every day and we'd walk down to the pier, the village, <laughs> Christopher Street. And now I am fully into the gay lifestyle. And I start to bring my two best friends into the lifestyle with me, Theo and Anthony. I'm now telling them, you know, come to the village with me. You want to see what this is about? You want to see what the gays are? You want to see how this goes? And they would come, and that's how that started. Um, I was the ringleader, and I didn't know that until recently when Theo told me. Um, I knew they kept me from going too far, and I would push with them. So I guess I was the ringleader. (laughs) We'll take it, Theo. Anyway, y'all, that was my little story of growing up and having a place of solitude and support and how important that is. All of those moments were the beginning moments to me finding my strength in who I was. And if it wasn't for my aunt and my mom, if it wasn't for my family accepting me, if it wasn't for that school with all of them queer-ass people, them dope queer-ass people, I don't know where I would be today. I was really, really trying to take myself out of here. And that all stopped. If you can have just a little bit of love and acceptance for the people you love, you may be able to have, help them live a better life without feeling so... Alone, hated, and disrespected. All right, y'all, we about to get into it. We're going to talk about growing up homosexual. I need you to introduce yourself. Okay, starting
1: with me. Hey, guys, how you doing? My name is Winston. Um, A lot of people know me. A lot of people don't. I'm from New York, but I now reside in Atlanta. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, As far as occupation, I juggle. So I... I am a corporate trainer by day. I'm an actor on the weekends.
0: Yeah, tell the people what do you do, where where do you act? Where can they find your stuff?
1: Okay, so I have a lot of work on Signal 23 TV. I've also played Orlando on Love at First Night that is on YouTube as well.
0: That's pretty dope. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you. How old are you?
1: I am 32, I'll be 33 this year. 33, how does that feel? It, it does change you. It's not even funny. I'm I'm old. Like, you know me. Back in the day, I'd be outside. Nowadays, I'd be in the house.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, y'all, I've known Winston for a very long time. Um, Winston came into my friend group in the teenage years, and we clicked. Um, so, I want him to be here today to talk about this topic with me because of his background. And I'll, we'll get into that a little later. But, uh, Theo. I talked about Theo, guys. In the first episode, <laughs> Theo's here.
2: Hello. What's up? Um, I'm Theo. I'm from Queens. And yeah. I'm a hairstylist. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Theo, you,
0: has, you have always been short and sweet. <laughs> one oh, line at home. <laughs> but very I'm impactful. Cool. <laughs> um, how old are you? I'm 34. 34. When is your birthday? October 10th. And what? what sign is that? Libra. Libra. Do you think that fits you? I think I'm a Libra at heart.
2: You bring balance?
0: I do. He does. I'm
2: pretty balanced.
0: He is. I said that in the first episode that without Theo as a child, I don't know where I would have found that balance because Mm -hmm. I didn't see it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what about you, Winston? When's your birthday? July 12th. And what's that? Cancer. Cancer. Does that fit you? Yes.
1: Why? Because you guys know me, like I'm a I'm an emotional person. Like I care for you guys. Like,
2: sensitive.
1: I, you a raggedy bitch. You no, like, I, like that word. I used don't. to be. I used to be. But There's nothing wrong
2: with being sensitive.
1: There is nothing wrong with being sensitive.
0: So are you sensitive?
1: I I have the capacity to be.
0: Well, that was sensitive when he said it. You got sensitive. I don't pay this. <laughs> I don't pay her <laughs> mind.
1: <laughs> no, I have the capacity to be, but I like to use my brain first before I let my heart right lead me astray That's because right. I know what a not lot astray. of cancers we we lead by emotion yeah and you can't do that sometimes
0: well not a lot of times because emotions are I mean they're they're not the reality right, right. it's mm-hmm. something that we feel in the second but once the second pass usually the you emotion passes, right? right and then <laughs> you're like what the fuck did I do right yeah. so if we just stop and think I think emotions can um, sometimes you know trip us out yep uh, but they they do help us um, of course. in a lot of ways of course. Are you emotional, Theo? Uh,
2: I think I'm more logical than emotional. I can be though, but.
0: What makes you emotional? What could make you emotional?
2: Um, I re- I gotta care a lot about mm. something or someone. Okay. For it to affect me.
0: Right. I understand that.
2: Yeah.
0: And so, we all grew up in New York City. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is that growing up in New York City not? Homosexual at this moment, just yes. growing up in New York City, how was that?
2: I think it's the best city in the world. I think we are exposed to so much. Yes. I agree. Yes. At yes. such an early age, in terms of like culture and like food and just everything, we see all types of people. Yeah. Yes. So
0: different walks of life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And what part of New York are we all from? I'm from the Bronx. Okay.
2: I'm from Brooklyn originally, yes. and I moved to Queens when I was like a teenager.
0: Right. And we met in Queens. Yep. Right. Um, I was born in Queens, um, but we were living in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I was raised in Brooklyn for a little while, and then we moved back to Queens. Um, New York for me, I never, I never liked New York. I always loved being from New York because of why you know what you just said, Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, all that you get to learn and the fast pace and the yeah. outside. Of the box way of living and having mm-hmm. to figure it out and the hustle, the, hustle, the concrete jungle <laughs> that should never leave you. It never leaves you. It never hustle. leaves you. It never leaves you, you. Right. I've been
1: here four years and I don't know nothing but to work because that's I, I have things that I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In order for me to get it, I need to work.
0: Yeah. It it puts it inside you to hustle. Yes. Um. Let's jump into it a little bit. How were you introduced to homosexuality? Do you remember? Yes. How is
1: it? I think I always knew I was gay because I had this one little Indian boy in kindergarten.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, kindergarten for me too? And we would
1: go to the bathroom and hunch. But (laughs) we used to just get off from it. (laughs) And nothing, it was like nothing would come out because you know, we were so young, but little your little dicky would just stand the fuck up. Little (laughs) Little (laughs) dicky. First of all.
0: (laughs) So, did you know that was homosexuality?
1: No, I didn't know what gay was until like middle school.
0: So, at this moment, you are engaging in an activity with another guy, Mm -hmm. a boy, Mm -hmm. and it's natural and normal to you. You're not thinking anything of it, Mm -mm. there's no question. No You're just enjoying the moment. Right. Okay. And what? then
1: when I got a little bit older and I had more, I was more aware of my surroundings,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I started to notice that he likes her, but when I look at her, I just like her shoes or something mm-hmm. like that. You <laughs> understand you. what I'm saying? Like, I never seen her as a sexual object
3: mm-hmm.
1: innately. Like, I just never seen just never her happened. like that, but everybody's doing it, but I'm looking at
0: him. Right. So like see, a sexual object, right. even so in see, young. I said, and also the birthday celebration that my first interaction was in kindergarten. Also, um, and I did not know it was homosexuality. Um, we would go into the closet and we would kiss. Mm. <laughs> it's and, kind
1: of the same thing, hunch, yeah. kiss, tomato, the, tomato.
0: I mean, and then eventually it led to us hunching also, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't know. I don't really know what happened with that, but uh, it happened again in fourth grade and um, I still didn't know what that was. I just knew that I was intrigued by it um, and that I liked it. Um, But then I also had girlfriends that I also genuinely liked. Um, I didn't know that I was gay, so there was nothing to cover up. I just, there was girls that I genuinely liked. I thought they were beautiful um, and I liked our interactions. And so I had girlfriends and wanted to have sex and when I was going to have sex at one time um <laughs> you know who it is Theo, I can't say that name but <laughs> I think I might know. <laughs> we were gonna have sex and um we were gonna have sex and as soon as we went to go and like get in the bed and have sex do the, the phone rang and our friend died. Oh wow. We were in like seventh grade, right? And she jumped up just yelling and screaming. She was frantic. She's like, if we would have had sex, then I would have gone to hell if that was me that died. And it just got really crazy. So we never did it. Um, But my first interaction was very young. um, At the age where we're not even conscious of ourselves. And homosexual activity was happening. Um, What about you, Theo? Do you remember your first interaction?
2: I feel like I was... When do you take naps? Is that pre-K or Kindergarten? Pre-K. Pre-K. I, okay. Pre-K I don't think you take naps in Kindergarten, do you? It was pre-K. Mm-hmm. It was May. I feel like mm-hmm. it was it was like cot time. It was like nap time. It was like nap time. But we wasn't napping. Oh, um, what was y'all doing? I mean, kid shit. Like probably touching each other. Nothing crazy. Oh, but okay, okay. I remember okay. it was it was pre-K. It was nap time.
0: Right. <laughs> so, do you guys think that this is normal at at this age for? Even men who are now straight to have had stories like that?
2: I think what is normal?
0: Maybe that a straight man could say that he also in kindergarten was doing the same thing. But he's mm-hmm. straight now. But now straight. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because, because as a kid,
2: you're like experimental. Right.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: That's what I would think.
0: So it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Do you think we choose to be gay? No.
2: I don't no. know if it's always a choice. I think some people choose to be gay.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah.
2: I don't think the majority of people that are gay chose to be gay.
0: And why do you say that? Mm. Why do you believe that... Why do you believe that some choose and some don't?
2: Um, I would say that some choose because of peer pressure and what they see their friends doing or they see on TV. They see Cardi kissing somebody, so they're experimenting. I think more so girls go through that, like... Acts of being like lesbian or yes. kiss girls because guys like it. Straight guys are turned on by it. So they feel like they're almost obligated to have a threesome because their dude wants to have a threesome with another girl.
0: Right. Um, but even if it doesn't happen with the girl, do, I think that some women say that they're fed up because all men are dogs and then they try it also. Um, I've heard that. Um, I've heard people who never had the idea or thought in their mind period and then met a gay per- gay person right. And they fell in love with him
2: right
0: just naturally um, And this person is like 40 years old mm-hmm. and had never been with the same sex Right. so I Think with everything else. It's subjective right, right. everything right. on the planet um, mm-hmm. Some things are yes some things are no right. some things are this some things are that and I think some people are born gay and some people choose to be gay. Yeah. I agree with that. For many different reasons, right? Um, what do you guys think? Did you guys choose or how did that go for you?
2: I don't think it was a choice. I feel like I always liked guys, even like as a kid, like as young as maybe seven or eight. Like I really? attracted to guys, like seeing guys. Yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure.
0: That's so crazy. I was attracted to both, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe because I seen it, like you said, Winston, I think maybe I started to go the girl route Mm -hmm. Um, I never felt like I was doing it to cover anything up Mm -hmm. Um, I was always me even while dating the girls I wasn't doing anything different I was still feminine or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. because I do believe feminine men can be feminine not gay but um, I still was I don't know I still like men but I also did like girls I I was very intrigued by women gotcha Um, so yeah but I know that I was definitely born this way Um, I wouldn't have not tried to take myself out three times. And, like, you know, when people talk about homosexuality and when you learn it finally and it finally hits you that, oh, this is gay, this is homosexuality, um, it was so much hate.
2: Right.
0: It was so much um, dislike and God uh-huh. hates you and the Bible tells mm-hmm. us yeah. to hate you and you're going to hell. And That's a fact. So why would we choose this? Like, at that point. Right. Right. At that point. Why why choose that?
1: That's what makes, that's what has a lot of young gay kids so torn internally. You constantly telling them, oh, when it's time for you to die, you're going here.
2: Right.
1: You know, and then, so you want to do right by the family, but at the same time, you have, you don't have none of those feelings. Mm-hmm. for that whatever they want you to do. You, right. Right. you don't have no feelings. So that, that, that really causes chaos internally. All,
0: you're already scared of death. Right. We're all petrified at, at young ages. We're right. scared of death. We don't want to die. Nobody wants to see the family And now you're going to say,
1: I'm going to burn over something I have no control over. After
0: I die, now it's going to be even worse than dying. Right. <laughs> right. And this is, they're telling young kids this. Right. They, I, was, I, was I was told, told this that. at like, 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. What about you? So what they do is they don't necessarily
1: say it to me directly. They say it within like conversation. Like they'll be talking about gay people, mm. and I just so happen to be a kid in the room and just sitting there Who's listening. They? Family, okay. all of them, all of the adults, like yeah. mommy, all of them, right. yeah. Like you, but you know, they'll say things like that, and you'll you'll hear it. Oh. It's not right, damnation, all this other shit. And I'm just like, wow, okay. That's yeah. how y'all feel. Right. So I ain't finna say shit. Right.
0: And so you both are, come from a Caribbean background. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where are your families from, Theo? Jamaica. 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 Both... Families from Jamaica now we know the history behind Jamaica and homosexuality right. or we've also been taught a history behind it right of course um, there's some truth and some not uh, right. to or, everything or experienced it or experienced it mm-hmm. and so <laughs> both coming from these Caribbean backgrounds how did that impact you being homosexual in your house because when well, so you said you heard your family talking about it just out loud mm-hmm. in
1: a So for them, um, when I initially told them, I told them I was was like 16, and um, everybody didn't take it as well, from my experience, you know, as I would like, they probably won't agree, but this is my experience of what I witnessed. Like I was waiting for like mommy to kind of like, you know, say something in regards to it she didn't really say nothing right away to you yeah like in, re- in response to it okay uh, like the first time i just felt so scared and but i didn't really get nothing but the second time i told her um she spoke and we just pretty much took it like one day at a time but it still wasn't easy because i was getting call names from like cousins and little brother and shit like that right And nothing would really happen, and I would just let those things affect me so bad to the point where I want to fight. You know.
0: Okay, so it would get you so angry that you want to fight your family or Mm -hmm. people outside. Family more so. Okay, but did did it also trickle outside? Did you want to fight people outside because you were upset? Yes. Yeah. How long did that last? How are you and your family now? Uh,
1: So it lasted until I had enough.
0: And what was enough
1: uh, enough of the 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 noise and the name calling i was like listen this is who i am if you accept it cool if you don't you don't gotta be here you know like we don't have to speak right none of that um we don't have to because my happiness has to come first you know i gotta want it and i want it for myself and so because I want it for myself, you have to accept me and respect me. Yeah. Because I show you a respect. to. I don't care what you think about it. The only op- opinion that really mattered was my mom's, right. obviously, because she was the only person in my life, right. you know, that raised me, my brother, my sister.
0: Yeah.
1: So that was the only opinion that really mattered. Like, I love my grandmother. I love everybody else. But it didn't really matter, matter at yeah. that moment. I just needed to know what she thought. Right. So that's kind of where my mom was at. So...
0: All right, there and what about you how did your family um, how did that dynamic play out with you being Caribbean and gay
2: um so with my family we never it was like something that wasn't really spoken about it's like they knew but never really questioned or asked okay so I kind of just lived in that realm of not disclosing right. but living my life at the same time right yeah
0: did you prefer it that way? Um, or did you want them to know? Did you ever you know, want to come out and have conversations with them? Better question is, did you care if they knew?
2: I don't think I cared that they knew. Right. But they definitely knew.
0: Do you think that's what made you secretive, kind of? Not not secretive. You keep your
3: business.
1: <laughs> Listen, things play a I part. Think, I think the better word is...
0: Theo's, that's why that's why I stopped because I don't think yeah. he's secretive.
1: Theo's very reserved. Reserved and and, and, and it's not yeah and it's and private okay. but it's never it's never been malicious.
0: No, I mean it's he's okay, just
1: but always been this private. Well, I'm trying to get
0: to the root of it. The the fact that his family never spoke about his sexuality, and the fact that they never spoke about it, do I'm 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 trying to figure out could that have played a part on you keeping other things to yourself?
2: I'm sure it played a part. How? What's the word I'm looking for? How you are today? Discreet I am. That's the word. With, with wait, wait, wait. certain, with certain things. Um <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think <laughs> I'm. Discreet I am i secretive. <laughs> Secret is like you're trying to keep it. No, yeah, yeah that's why
0: I stopped myself because yeah. you're right. You're not secretive. But no, you, definitely you are reserved. discreet. Um, okay, I can see that. Um And you know, I'm just out there, I tell all my goddamn business (laughs) that's just always been the way I am. Um, But again, I think when you go back to connecting the dots, my family is very out there. They talk about whatever, they're they're very accepted and open, and we talk about anything. Hell, we're pretty much naked around each other all the time. (laughs) Um, So it shows in in each of us how our backgrounds and growing up with our families, Um, Affected us growing up and who we became later on in life. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think you still connect to that with your family? Are you still a lot like your families? In what way? Like if, if for instance, um, the reason why Theo is discreet is because of his family. Do you have those things still?
1: Mm. -mm. I I I've never been discreet. I'm more so.
2: I think what he's asking is like what coping mechanisms you've acquired. Right,
0: taken to adulthood with you.
2: Like did that mold you in any way? Mm.
0: So you said that your family, actually I'm gonna call it out now, you said that your family used to talk about homosexuality when you were a child, and mm-hmm. there was always a bunch of negative... Um, connotation. Connotation mm. towards the you know LGBTQIA community. Yeah. Um, do you think that's the reason why you're always clowning on someone?
3: Mm-mm.
1: And I don't think I mean, you do it maliciously. Yeah, m- me and a- my family, we've always been the type to clown on each other. So that's why. Yeah, so yeah. That's why. If that's what you want to use. We, we always talk shit.
0: That's why. Because that's what you do with everybody. So yeah. that's, what I, that's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Because... You definitely are a shit-talker, and the way you described your story is your family was shit-talking. Pretty much. And they probably weren't even trying to be malicious towards you. That's just what they knew and as far as they could comprehend at that point. Mm-hmm. Um and, But you grew up, and still you talk shit with everybody. Yeah. I enjoy it because I talk shit, too. Come on, Yonla. You better unpack. <laughs> you better unpack it. <laughs> no, but for,
1: for my family, they, at the beginning, they didn't really know much. I felt like I had to educate them a little bit. Yeah. And kind of like roll with the punches that right. come. Along with that, because they do not know what they do, you can't really condemn them if that makes sense. Absolutely. And so for me, like I, I, I just wanted to see how open they were to learning, aside from what they thought they knew. Right, and that's um, important. Exactly. Because you
0: can start off ignorant. Where you go is exactly all I care I about. about. To say. Exactly,
1: exactly. And my mom now, like. You you can't get her to start talking about her gay son. Listen,
0: and us. I'm her gay son. Right.
1: (laughs) She loves all 'all. y'all.
0: I mean, that's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. Start off wherever you start off. We all Mm -hmm. gonna start off somewhere. But how we get to the destination, right? Do you want to know who I am? Do you care that I am different and, and take the time to learn it? Right. And some people do and some people don't. I've been fortunate to have a family who... Have Dove in I was first-generation gay. I was first-generation drag queen. I was first-generation crazy wild as fuck (laughs) And so they had to grow up seeing that and they had to learn what all that was that was me trying life Um, Until this day. I still do it all because I just like everything Um, but my family Really with all of their support and wanting to get to know me like Winston said before my mom was the most important when I came out to my mom actually well, my mom made me come out to her. <laughs> my mom pulled me out the closet. I was about 14 years old. I had just tried to commit suicide for the third time. She calls me into the kitchen, Terrell, come into the kitchen. And I'm like, yes, mom. And when I get into the kitchen, she's like, do you want to go to your grandmother's house? Why do you, why, why? And she's like, well, there's a bunch of boys over there. So you should just go over there. Mm-mm. When I tell what? you, when I tell you my face, the smile on my face, like a chest side cat like it (laughs) it was so big that it hurt and I didn't know why I was smiling I didn't know what she was saying because I didn't know what gay was and but I knew it had clicked at this point wait this is what is going on Mm -hmm. you know this is where I'm disconnecting and so I was like what do you mean and she was like well there's a bunch of boys over there she was like I know you like boys so just go over there hang out with boys and I was like well mom I don't want to go hang out with boys but I do like boys and I don't know what that means and she was like it means you're gay and and she's like and it's okay she's like all you need is for me to love you and for God to love you and that's all that's sweet and when I tell you when she said that i never tried to commit suicide again I didn't care what people thought again I mean you y'all know right growing up I, I was very free I was always me I wear whatever I wanted I mean color nails they wasn't doing that <laughs> I, my nails was already manicured pink and blue and. Right. This, from young, and that's just who I was. Um, so my family played a major part in that, um, and I'm so grateful for them. But there's a bunch of gays in my family also now. Right. <laughs> you know that there's a bunch, so I um, came out and then you know everybody followed, and my family's so accepting of everybody, all kind of people.
1: That's crazy, I'm the only one. Are you the only one mm-hmm. So that you know of so far? Really? I'm the
0: only one. Really? Yeah, that I know of in my family. That's pretty cool. How does that make you feel? Do, does it make you feel like an outsider? No, everybody
1: always want me around. Every time they
0: see You're my the mom, star? where's
1: John? Where's John?
0: Get out of here. The gays are usually the star of the family. Mm-hmm. The fun ones. The fun ones. We're everybody everybody
1: want to know what I'm doing or what's going on in my life. Because oh, I something
2: Or what you have to say about something. <laughs> right. What's your, what's your opinion on right. it? Right. Why do you think that is? because oh. they,
1: they feel like we have no filter like, very expressive. and we're honest very expressive.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. because we're honest authentic people we had to fight a lot yes, yes. we had to fight to be who we are in America mm-hmm. and I stand that there's no other people who have not it, but it's like we are at the bottom of the totem pole and even under that is transgender
2: uh-huh.
0: let's get into that really quick there are people are people in the community say that gays and transgender are against each other how's your experience with that community Mm-hmm. With the transgender community, let me say that. Why? What were you going for?
2: Because you're long winded. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I forgot. To choose <laughs> a one line on group, um, I don't know. Like um, I learned to. I don't. I'm not saying that I disagree with anything, because you know my journey and your journey is two different journeys. But I sympathize with it being different towards the norm. So society looks at gay people as different, and society also looks at trans people as different. Right. So I sympathize in that area, but I've never had the feeling of f- being in the wrong body. So I don't know what that feels like. Absolutely, and that aspect of it is foreign to me. But at the same time, who am I right. to judge you? Right. I accept you for who you are. Right. You know, and vice versa. But I, I'm not attracted to the. I'm attracted to females, female to male.
2: I don't think he asked you, but okay. You said what? He didn't ask you that. I don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, clearly, like, he wanted let just throw would, it out there. He wants to put it out there in case y'all <laughs> listen uh, I'm into
0: looking it. for a trans man. <laughs> I love
2: it. <laughs> Shoot <She's> just shot.
0: <laughs> listen, yeah. but are you are you interested in getting to know trans people, man or female? Organically on a friendship, yeah
1: yeah yeah platonically i would love to
0: understand your story that's exactly what i'm asking yeah
1: but i've never been able to sit with somebody that wanted to just stop being animated for two seconds and have like a conversation if that makes sense because i feel like everyone that i've come in contact with every trans person i don't want to make it seem like a thing that's that i've come in contact with has always been overly animated to where i can't have like a serious conversation
2: they've been on
1: right How, but what does that mean because you're overly animated but I'm not right now like I'm li- I can literally sit and have a conversation with us
2: okay but where are you eating them though you said what well, now? like where have you but met it's
1: them? always been in, like public settings
2: right like club settings or like sure casual like There's where, never been where do you
1: find style? like a trans person I've ever been in okay. a like more private chill setting with somebody that is trans to be able to you know like sit and pick your brain as to what your experience was it's always been in like
0: a party gotcha setting okay okay so that they would be on they would be right turned up right turned up mm-hmm. geeked up you know all of that what about you Theo? um
2: i say live and let live let everybody be happy and right. live their best life um i actually have a trans
0: friend that I'm really close with. Yeah, um, I remember her.
2: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I have love for the trans community. Yeah.
0: I do. You know, that's dope, I actually forgot about her. Um, I'm happy you brought her up because that was kind of my first interaction, really. Mm. Um, before that, we were in the village, and I don't know if you remember, but we were really young, and there was a trans person there um, in the, in the street one day. And we stopped it and we're talking to a bunch of people, not only the trans person, but there were uh, some other people there too. And the trans person was so rude. And so it kind of pushed me back a little bit. Like, you know what?
2: Oh, that encounter.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna even, you know, go into trying to learning about trans people with other trans mm-hmm. people. Um, I kind of just stepped back, but I wasn't gonna be rude. I wasn't gonna disrespect and I wasn't gonna look down on it either. Right. Um, I just wasn't going to engage. Um, but then we got older and we met your friend and I was like, Oh, wow, she's really cool. Yeah. Like stupid cool. It's uh-huh. <laughs> yep. stupid human. Exactly. And I think that's when it clicked for me like exactly. stupid human. Like this yeah. is a dope right. ass human being right. who's living right. in their truth right. and is strong as fuck. Wow. <laughs> I wish.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I was not this strong. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so that was my, my my first real interaction. And then I got older and it's more like modern like it's more now. And um My youngest sibling comes out that they are trans and I'm already like, okay, now I really have to dive into this Um, because I just want to know what my sibling is getting into. Um, So it's really a close, close subject to me. Um, I love to see it. I love to see us live how we want to live. Um, And I think that anyone that can do the opposite of what the world says is the strongest person walking and that's period. Mm I don't care how, how low they are, how, how, much, how big they are.
2: Right.
0: To be trans in America, to be trans on this planet, is the strongest person, period. I agree
2: with that.
0: Yeah. So, shout out to y'all, trans community. We do love y'all over here, yes, us sir. homosexuals. <laughs> um, we just wanted to shout y'all out and show y'all a little bit of love because you are important like everybody else. Um, let's get into a little bit of craziness, okay? Relationships. In the homosexual community. <laughs> How is that going? How are we dating nowadays?
2: Dated. Uh, dated? <laughs> Wait a minute. Very, <laughs> very, very
1: privately. Um.
2: Well, that too. Okay. Like, I just feel like dating... I don't really see a lot of that anymore. No. I feel like it's a lot of cuts <laughs> to the chase. Like niggas are just trying to... Link,
0: damn. yeah, sneaky link. Sneaky
2: link.
0: Or the freaky link.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Sheet>. <laughs> so how's data go for you with the... Um, uh, I just feel like it needs to be
1: private. This damn pond is so fucking small. The pond is small. The pond is extremely small. I'm sure we've all overlapped. <laughs> A once few or times. Twice. <laughs> A time or two. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, so it's really, really hard to. To do it for the simple fact that you never know who know who or who got information on what like I don't give a damn about those things like I'm just trying to learn about an individual you know
0: yeah and they try to use it against you when you start dating someone like somebody else will come up and be like oh I did this with your man yeah they and want to weaponize it <laughs> thank you I did too okay cool like you understand what I'm
1: saying like I, I never understood that like I
0: don't care what
1: has happened prior to me or who it is Same.
0: yeah I. <laughs> Well, I was definitely. I had a lot of insecurities before my relationship, so I would think about the past, like wanting to ask questions about it, like things that I knew were gonna make me mad. Right. <laughs> like the fuck, right. I ask for that for right. Right. It's irrelevant. All of it's it. irrelevant. It happened. It's gone. It's right. It's before, not. It's nowhere to be found. Way before, like, right. It's ridiculous. Exactly. It's insecure and ridiculous. Do you guys have insecurities when dating?
1: I just hate that people can't take accountability. I, I've created a piece for myself where being solo is just so convenient. It's so chill. Like I don't have to deal with much from anyone. Um, I don't have to deal with much. And so when somebody comes into my space, I don't want you to cause friction in my piece. Right. You know, like you're supposed to be here to just, you know It adds. Right, right. 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 Like all the unnecessary argument that you know, when we are having a discussion about differences and you can't take accountability on what actions you've played in whatever turn of events, Right. what are we doing? What, is the, what would be the purpose yeah. of doing it if we can't have a conversation and understand where you're coming from and you understand where I'm coming from? Right. And so it just becomes so redundant because it happens every fucking time. Right, and
0: so what's been your longest relationship? Longest relationship was four years. Four years that's log for our community. Exes as friends. Mm-hmm. How does that play out? Because we are in a different community, right? We are men who are attracted to and date and sleep with men, right? Mm-hmm. But we also, when looking at the friend scale, usually the same sex are friends. Usually men and women can't be friends, right? That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when in a relationship, man and women can't mm-hmm. have, the opposite sex friends right mm. so now we're into we're in the same sex relationship with the same people who are supposed to be our friends mm. so most of us are meeting and hooking up and then we're realizing oh that's not gonna work we're not they're, sexually they're not compatible or, or remote ro- romantically compatible oh shit we're supposed to be friends How, have that been a thing for you guys But I that's never happened for us can you yeah. imagine well well then go you can but go from from you. An
2: ex, I think when you say ex that's someone that you had like a relationship with, right? Not just like a random hookup or a right. sex buddy, right? But
0: sometimes we get into these relationships that are very short, three months, and we realize, oh shit, supposed to be my friend. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I've never experienced that. Okay,
1: you've never been like just cool as a money that you've might have slept with.
2: You said relationship.
0: Well then go to that level for you, since you haven't experienced it that way, have you been with somebody sexually and then later on was like, nah, we supposed to be friends and then became friends?
2: Not really. I don't really see myself being friends with like, someone that I've hooked up with. Okay. Like friends, like what do you mean by friends? Like that- I feel like people use that word very loosely. Listen, <laughs> get into it to um, it. We could be cordial. I mean, if I see you out, we can speak and say what's up. But right. like, In terms of like, hanging. Out. Hanging out. How's your day going? Like hanging out with you, like on a personal level. Like I don't really see that.
0: Right. And what about you, Winston? Are you friends with exes? How do you friend? How do you feel about friends, and exes? Are you talking about ones that
1: like people that I've come in? sexual intercourse with and are now cool? Well, both. He
0: said an ex. An ex. Theo said that he didn't have an ex. The, question, the original question is, do you have an ex that you are friends with currently? Or how do you even feel about that situation? I, I'm, a co-
1: I'm I'm. acquaintances with all my exes, to be honest. Okay. Um, we have a rapport where we'll hit each other just to check on each other, see how everybody's doing. Some of them are married now. Yeah. Some of them are in inter- circuit. Guess who I spoke to, actually?
0: Oh.
2: I wouldn't believe. I wouldn't you know believe what I'm about? I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna
1: say names. I, wouldn't believe today. I don't I I don't wanna say names, but you do you I know, know what we am talking, talking about though? About,
2: absolutely. So you talk, okay. You, you know what I'm
1: talking about? Yeah. And the very, very first one And is, how did that go? It was actually pretty cool. Um they're married now. They have a foster child.
0: Oh wow.
3: Yeah,
1: no big thing. Life yeah. goes on. And life goes on. I'm just genuinely
0: happy for that individual, to be honest. Like, you know. See, I'm the same way. I'm happy for people. Um, I definitely have uh, an ex that I am friends with. Um, you know who he is through the last one um, that everybody thought would never. you know. We're still really cool. Um, no kind of attraction, no kind of any no. of that, um, but we check up on each other. He's in relationships. They seem to fail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. You know is- what? A right. <laughs> I, thought you, I
0: thought something nice was going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck?
2: <laughs> listen, listen,
0: no shade. The fact is, that's what's happening. We're all jumping into relationships. They're not working. We're jumping into another one. Not all of us. When I say, you know, I don't mean all of us are doing that um, when I say all of us, but I say mean majority. That's the overall conception when you think of the gay community. And a lot of people will say it three months and done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up to a year done um I was guilty of it so when I say that about him I'm, I'm I'm laughing but it's it's the norm for us um how do you think we fix that and go to a different place so there's this thing that I talk about with with
1: gay people and I speak of the journey um, and it has a lot to do with that like this journey of self it, it it's long and it's not easy because um, we've all had to deal with some type of adversity with being gay growing up. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we all had to deal with something, some type of neglect, some type of, you know, abuse, which causes, like, either, in my opinion, abandonment or attachment issues amongst us. Like, I feel like we either suffer from either or both Okay. in our community. And so a lot of people are living... Are coping with this brokenness that we all, you know, started off with because trauma. we all. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that trauma. Like we all start off with it, and if you don't cure it, you try to take that into your everyday life, and then you trying to over here and be some you of aren't even aware
2: of it.
1: Some, but the the thing is, some are. Some are, but don't want to do the work because it's too emotional.
3: You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Nobody
1: wants to deal with the, the trauma over again and stand in face and be able to look at it and be like, okay, I did that, that happened, but I'm okay, I'm here today.
0: I don't understand, well, I'm not gonna say I don't understand why not, um, because I, it took me a very long time to look at myself. You're right. Um, I also truly did not know. A lot of what was happening a lot of what you guys seen me going through, mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, I was not conscious, if that makes sense. Um, and so, once I was made aware of it, it was almost impossible for me to not change anything that has happened. And y'all have seen the growth since yeah. since that has happened. Every time I know something is not right now, it's instantly like, okay, th- I have to fix it. Wait, that's trauma. What? Why? where You're that come from? Right. I can't allow to. I can't allow myself to let it manifest and fester in it anymore.
1: But some people like to put a car, a pretty carpet over it, and go about their day life.
0: Mm, not a pretty carpet. And now that shit just smelling up your room. No, I see
2: that, but I, I feel like some people genuinely are unaware. Unaware of as of fuck. How they're moving, like how they're acting, how they're
1: mm-hmm. behaving. But in okay, so how do you handle that when you can tell that somebody is not oh, so, aware, but
2: you are very
1: aware of then, who you are?
2: Then it's your choice whether you. Engage or not? Like, what do you do with that? Right. For me personally, I try to stay clear. <laughs> same. <laughs> I I, same I do. I'm same. Cause it's like going, going back the ten way. spaces. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, I love I love that I love the honesty in that Theo because um a lot of people won't admit that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't admit that they're not going to jump in and help or they're not going to try to see what's wrong and they're not going to be nosy. Like you, just really. Cause especially. I just
2: know that's not my personality. Like I know I don't have that um it isn't my ministry right to cope right. and deal with that that's so all weird. over again or even, or even work with like, i don't i don't know how to i don't have the tools to do that yeah so i know it's not for me
0: well you know what you live a different life
2: yeah
0: and i think that's perfect example of we're placed in our lives where we are out let's say our families and we go to the schools that we go to and we're in the part of the world that we're in and we grow up in a certain year and because we're supposed to be the way that we are and everybody can't jump in and save you know people who are broken um, everybody i not supposed to do that and right. so I I think it's my ministry that's why I'm doing the podcast you know even though I'm a I'm the kind of person who gets irritated really fast I can't stand human beings I think they make the worst decisions. Um, I was a part of that, so when I say human beings, I mean all of us. We all are falling short. The first instinct is like, I can't, I don't, mm, I don't want to do this. And the second instinct is like, but it's your gift. Go do it now. And I don't hesitate. But I can't front like, I just like it. Right. I, I don't. Um, human beings was the reason why I hated myself, and I did nothing.
2: What happened?
0: Just being bullied when I was a kid for being gay, you know, showing up and being myself okay. um, and I'm being bullied I was very feminine when we were younger, you know that, you know, switch, you know, the voice was high-pitched, you know Everybody's
2: voice was high-pitched Right, <laughs> but it
0: wasn't in my control. It was right. nothing that I did just cool. like showing up to the planet and being black Kids are cruel. Yeah, That's but true. kids are cruel, but humans are cruel it's ridiculous, and kids learn from their their human parents. It's, my babe, yeah. it's ridiculous. Sure. So you show up black, and the white people hate you. I showed up with a switch, and you hate me. All right. It's so unfair. And so I I I don't really care for the I don't care for humanity. I wish it wasn't my no. Nah, it's not that I don't wish it wasn't my gift because I actually love when I'm in it. And I actually go and do it, right. I actually light up. <laughs> so it's usually like a, a a a challenge getting there. Right. And then I do it, and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> and don't we all do that to ourselves? Yeah, like-, <laughs> it's like yourself out or is it yeah. draining emotionally, maybe? Yeah. That
2: might
0: be what it is. Especially seeing it over and over and over again. You're like, damn, we all are making the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Shit, I know I'm supposed to fix, but shit. Um, that's funny along with the journey we are now seeing more gays more queer people in power, we're seeing them in TV, we're seeing them show up in all different places how do you guys feel about that? because there are a lot of people who are pissed off
2: I think it's dope, I think representation matters Um, it's nothing like seeing yourself like on T V or hearing someone that sounds like you or has the same like it opinions should. as you do
1: them. or obstacles or experiences. Yeah. No, I I think it's needed. It I think it's crucial. Um, because the white man has had representation for eons. Yeah. And so it's it, it's the our only time. Representation. Right. <laughs> it's our time. It's time to see somebody yeah. that, you know, has similarities to you. So you, got, you, you know that you're not the only one because for mm-hmm. years, me growing up, I thought it was just me.
0: I did too. I thought I was different as fuck because we were sheltered kids. I thought I was the only one. Right. So I didn't know what it was. I just knew I was the only motherfucker on my block <laughs> that was different. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. You too? That's the truth. So no, seriously. That was so crazy that, it, that it's three of us in here and all three of us felt like the outcast completely didn't even know what was going on right
1: <laughs> i did thought i was the only one saw so like junior high school and i saw this one little boy switching and everybody starts saying gay 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 i'm like what is what what the fuck does that mean oh you like boys i was like oh shit that's
0: mm. what that's called oh that's what you are why do every straight man think that we want them oh god oh god Please. spare me <laughs> spare the god skip no, we don't is, get stupid. Is, is, is it a hard pass? <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually the
2: ones that you wouldn't even look at. At all. Like, it's usually
0: those ones. I wouldn't look at you with my great-great-grandmother's <laughs> great eyes. <laughs> and those is bad and dead and gone.
2: Yeah.
0: Why do you think I want you? And, I mean, they would... Because so, they secretly
2: want you. Yeah. Come on. And it's the insecurity.
0: I, you seen me. I didn't see you. Yeah, I tricky. damn sure didn't see you. Uh-huh. Until you came over here. Uh, no, until you made a fool of yourself and said right. something stupid. Now I know you gay, fool, because I'm the gay one, but you the one fucking with men. Like, <laughs> make it make sense to me. Like,
2: why do you care what I'm doing over here? How? Why do you care? That's gay.
0: When a man cares about another man, it's gay.
2: You're so concerned.
0: It's too concerned. <laughs> and so, I was at work the other day, and I am walking down the aisle, and I hear these two people talking in the corner, right? and. The girl is standing in the aisle, I can see her, and I can tell her she's talking to somebody, but I can't see him, he's on the other side of the aisle, mm. you know, just at the end of it, so I can't see him standing oh. behind the, the end cap, yeah. and so... All I can hear was her keep saying, "Can you stop saying that? Can you stop saying that?" He was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna stop saying that." You know, them faggots. All they kept on doing was looking at me. I'm at the at the mall, and these faggots keep looking at me. And so she's like, "Stop saying like that's so rude, and that's not the way you say that." All and right. so he looks and he glances and he sees me. He's like, "I ain't got no problem with them, but I mean, why are they looking at me?" I'm like, "What he look like, bitch?" What'd he look like? When I tell you <laughs> <man, laughs> everything, no. Listen. Listen, he listen. <laughs> I don't want to dis- I don't want to talk about nobody's body type because there's no, somebody out there. No, but just describe. He he them. wasn't right. <laughs> no,
1: not he wasn't
0: right. <laughs> he wasn't right to nobody. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sure nobody in that mall wanted. Really, they huh? was not looking his way. It was oh sloppy as fuck. Yikes! And he told I faggot, faggot, faggot. And I respected that when he seen me, he kind of knew that he needed to Drobatic. say something to kind of fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the the damage is already done, sir. Like you have to say sorry or it's it means nothing
2: right,
0: thank you for trying, but like, where do you get off at thinking because I even if I did glance at you that I want you, we all look at each other and cross eyes like mm-hmm. as we pass that's it's normal, like right. it, you catch your attention, but why do you think I want you there's not There's not a lot of women that want you
1: <laughs> Oh wow
0: oh wow, come on, y'all know it's wrong that's real. That
2: You see, all the time, especially, like, the women that have the straight, overly masculine men that, like, don't want you around because you're gay. Yeah. And that's because you
0: know. Because you're going to find him (laughs) out. You know. Yeah. You don't want, he don't want you to tell his girl. Right, his business. I think your man might be a little. You sure? No, I'm definitely
1: sure. Okay. Did you see it? See, this is why I hate going to, like, the straight club. Because, you know, I don't act like the traditional gay. And you know me, like, when I'm in the club and they playing my shit, I like to dance. Mm. But you know, women like that because in straight environments, men just want to stand right. around. Right, they flock to you. Right, they just want to stand around. So the women, of course, they gonna flock. Here come the boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Thinking that you want their girlfriends, sir. I'll fuck your daddy before I fuck her.
0: Right? Can you tell like, your daddy leave you over here?
1: Alone. Like,
0: Why is you playing over here? You see me shaking my tail feather? <laughs>
1: right. I know you saw <laughs> me. I know you
0: saw me twerk <laughs> that
1: age. ass once or twice. Are you over here think I'm trying <laughs> to steal your girlfriend? Listen. That's
0: is disgusting oh but then that goes into the dl i do believe oh like we were saying the only way you can be calling me out is if you see something in yourself right period and DL, do you have do you guys have any stories of dl men like caught like harassing you trying to call you out or anything
2: i'm not attracted to DL. Me either. It yeah. never mm-hmm. happened. Never been. It's never been my, my type. Me never. either.
0: I'm
1: not going back 10 spaces
0: for you. Listen. i are not doing that. But the girls love it. They can. <laughs> they be. They just
2: want to hide too much. Like, they just so scary. Yeah. Like, everything scares them. Everything is <laughs> like, under your control. <laughs> if it's not for your
1: comfortability, we can't do it. I'm, yeah, I'm not into it.
0: So, y'all don't date D L. No. For what? <laughs> not for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> um, do you... How do y'all feel about
1: the DL I think that the, the mentality is fucking weird, to be honest. Like, I understand. Okay, so if you don't want nobody to know about you, why are you on these apps? If you don't want nobody to really know. Like, I'm not going to sit here and have no fucking full conversation. With well, them. because like, they
0: fuck still, fuck still have to fuck. Well,
2: I'm just, I'm just not, it's just not for me. I'm sure it works for someone someone's replying to them pretty much because they keep fucking doing it for me it's a no (laughs) listen I understand
0: yeah it's always been a no for me Mm -mm. next
3: (laughs) (sighs) next case
0: you are funny. That is hilarious. Um, do y'all want to talk about masculinity? Sure. The depth of it? The depth of masculinity. Masculinity
1: has been strung right the fuck out now they stretch that they stretched that word.
0: Because nowadays, like, which I think is dope,
1: don't get me wrong, like, you know, men are expressing themselves different. Look at these rappers nowadays. Yeah. Look at these rappers. Some of them is walking down red carpets and dresses yeah. with their girlfriend. Yeah.
0: But clothing doesn't make, of course, course. but they, society's
1: made it that way.
0: I know. So it's time to actually wake up right? and destroy all of these ideas of people who walked the planet 500 years ago. Right. We don't trust our mothers and fathers and cousins, not us right here, but that's what we're saying as, as humans. We, we don't trust the people around us today. Why are we living by rules 500 years ago? How we trust them in how, right? come on I mean we get lost in these people's ways of living so masculinity like first of all some of it is very toxic and for very for, for I say reasons that warranted it hmm. there, you know women calling everything every man a bitch and a faggot or you're gay, as soon as they get mad at them, to hurt them, right. now they have to act extra mas- masculine. Now they have to act macho. Don't person? cry. You can't cry or you, you can't be emotional. Now they have to act masculine.
2: Right.
0: Now it's an act now, which means it's toxic. Now if you're just naturally masculine, do your thing. That's hot. Mm-hmm. But we know you. We can see those. But we also can see the ones who are not naturally masculine being masculine. And you may be naturally masculine, but we can also see you putting on. It's too hard. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) That (laughs) shit was very (laughs) random.
1: What the fuck?
0: Um, How do you think it's affecting the the gay community? How do you think it's affecting the queer community, masculinity, or how it's playing a part?
1: Um, We now have gender roles amongst ourselves mm. like now nobody want I don't want no femme. none of this they got to be trade you know like we, we have those rules now within ourselves and I just think that's
0: retarded I mean I think we can have preferences of course I don't think we have to list them because then you start to outcast mm. other people of course and when you say, I don't want, don't want, don't want, when they come to you, don't answer. You don't have to say it. Right. Uh, with, I guess, moderation, because really then everybody would be attacking you, right? right? So how do you balance that out?
2: I mean, it's just preference. It's personal preference.
0: And the way that you speak, too, because there's some people who will really go nuts, like, oh, don't come over here with that feminine fucking shit. And like, <laughs> no, nah, that's, come on. Right. You that's don't have to a, say that. That's
2: a little extreme. But I still respect personal preference.
0: I do, too. I think that you should have a preference. Mm. You know, I, I I want you to be yourself. Right. I want you to... I, that's my main thing always. Show up and be you. Right. And get what you want and I what you deserve. all the time. All the yeah. fucking time. Yeah, I
2: hate the switch up. Ugh, it's Don't so bad. Don't yeah. you know, pull me in one way and then you have to do it. You try to 180. <laughs> like, that's crazy.
0: Right. But that is... Let's be clear. That is not to be the same as change. Where people are changing for healthy and productive and positive reasons but it, I don't it, be it doesn't happen that I mean. gradually right because the switch up is just extreme it's right, right, right. <laughs> right 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 right, right. i just don't want people to get confused with that because some people will say that that's the same thing you know nah, switching yeah. up mm-hmm. mean oh you changed no mm-hmm. i yeah sometimes i did change and that's good but sometimes you actually switched up and that All was right. mixy <laughs> um why do you think they say queer men want to be women because I guess two men being
1: together, two men being together, they, they see it like, if you get fucked, you're, you're more feminine. You're being, you're the one being treated like the woman. And so they feel like we all want to be women because we want to feel that, um, that dominance on us.
2: To be honest, I don't even know what the difference between queer and gay is. Okay. What's the difference? That's good. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a good question. So, um, There's no difference. Um, Queer is really just another way to um, cluster us up as a whole. Um, Queer means means weird, right? So it means that we're different. Okay. Right. Gay. So it's it's a broader way, more inclusive. Um, It used to be very derogatory, like nigga and bitch, but. It's now being changed to something that is being embraced. So queer people are weird people. Yeah, we are different. What's up? Okay,
2: gotcha. That's
0: queer. Um, Thank you for asking that. That's a good question because I also did not know that. Yeah, (laughs) and I queer started coming up. I'm like, ain't
2: that disrespectful? Mm I thought it was gay.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's just that's what they used to say to hurt our feelings. Got it. You're queer. You're a faggot. So, like, even,
1: like, the non-binary people that identify as straight would technically be queer. They're weird. Because they're weird. It's a more different. term.
0: We're different people. We're not the norm. We're not straight. We're not right. the, the mm. heteronorm. Right. Quote, unquote, because y'all are not the norm. Clearly, y'all are weird, too, because we all got here <laughs> through y'all, through y'all fucking. <laughs> okay. We came here through y'all. So, clearly, it started through y'all crazy asses. <laughs> um... That's funny. Anything else on why they think we want to be women? Do you guys want to be women? No, I like my stick. Come on, I like, like to my beat stick. things with it. Not Yikes. beat it. Child, don't <laughs> oh, come on now. That sounds abusive. <laughs> <laughs> and so y- y'all both said no. Y'all know I dabble in the drags. Jag,
1: but drag like wanting to be trans though
2: thank
0: you
1: see it's I'm glad it's that you
2: well for heard. some people it starts off that way it's listen yeah. it doesn't
0: that's okay uh-huh. but we also have to be we have to be conscious that everything is a balance
2: right
0: half and half mm-hmm. 40 you know it may not be extri- exactly half and half but everything in this world is balanced so okay. there's going to be some men who dress up as women that want to be trans there's, one, there's some that dress up and just want to do the art right and then they want to get the fuck up out of it because that shit hurt. I, I don't like it. <laughs> but I feel pretty in the moment.
2: That was enough playing for the day. I'm, I played enough. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> right. and,
0: and really, we all are playing. When you go in your closet and you look and you say, wait a minute, I got a job interview today, you put on drag. The suit drag. That's true. And then when you say, oh, I'm going out to hang out with my niggas today, you right. put on your tims and your fitted right. and your throwback and you put on your, your hood drag.
2: On, and then the when you go in the fuck,
0: you put on your thong and you get your little your little lube in the pocket and you got your little slut drag. Who wears the thong? <laughs> oh, I don't know, child.
2: They win. I don't have no
0: ass for that. <laughs> I tried when I was younger. Remember?
2: <laughs> Not the thong nigga. Listen. <laughs>
0: We were younger and we had went to um, Pride in New York City. We were in New York City and I had what rainbow thong for the first time. I'm mm-hmm. like sixteen or seventeen mm-hmm. years old and I bent down to get something. I'm like I hear somebody in the background saying, "Boy, pull up that, pull up your pants." I turn around. It's my fucking grandmother. Oh. First of all, y'all know my grandmother is a lesbian, so, right, so she she's at Pride too. Na- naturally. Right. Naturally. Come the fuck on. <laughs> What what are the odds? That was the only time I wore a thong. My ass ain't never. I'm not thong gonna again. Front.
1: The first time for me was when um me and my cousin, who I pretty much identifies as a straight, went to the red dress run.
0: Oh yeah. And that was
1: like a little bit liberating for me because I didn't know how I was gonna feel being able to just walk in public with a straight face on right. the whole fucking dress that I bought right. from Rainbow. Twelve ninety nine. That shit was refreshing. <laughs> <That's>
3: refreshing.
1: <laughs> my balls got all types of breed. <laughs> I was feeling good. I look like the only Harlem bitch. Like, I was chilling. Use come on, bitch? Harlem Use night.
0: A man, bitch. I was feeling good. You know, <laughs> Harlem night, bitch. Okay.
1: I was feeling good. It was a
0: little junk in the trunk, you know, a little in the front, because, you know, I got a big pectoral.
1: If it fit you good? It fit me. It snug me, baby. Like Listen,
0: I think everybody needs to try the opposite sex clothing all of it just put it on you ain't got to go nowhere put it on and see how you feel and when you say bitch i look good take it back off and say bitch it ain't for me that's okay okay. and that's okay but let's see how
1: how how each other
0: live like i don't think we step into each other's shoes enough step on the other side of the scale for two seconds two just two seconds two two seconds
1: Like, I did it and I thought it was cool. It's not something that I'm going to say, oh my God, I'm going to do this like often. No. It was just an experience and and I experienced it. And it was fun to be able to experience it. And it was one moment
0: in your one lifetime that you got to experience this, this once.
2: Right. Did you save the dress?
0: I gave
2: it to somebody. Oh, I said this. It was fucking tough dollars.
0: So he really is not a drag queen. <laughs> so he, really a drag queen. <laughs> like he didn't hold it. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? I actually always would give my drag stuff away. Always. After <laughs> I wear it once, I give it away. I'm not a drag queen. I don't want to wear that again. That hurts.
1: <laughs> I want you should go to red Dress restaurant, Theo. Mm-hmm. I would love why not? I would never. Oh the hell you play. I would say it's for one, one event. Because it's so liberating. It everybody, so uncomfortable. But the thing is, everybody has on a dress. Gay, straight, it doesn't matter. It's all about the drinking. It's so, so just every be,
2: Where do you put your stuff? In the hotel room. Like you, you literally need. You have no pockets. Like, you you what about your wallet? Oh, I mean,
1: I, I have my wallet and stuff in my bosom. You <laughs> could get you a big ratchet dress with right. some pockets. I put. So I put... <laughs> I put, like, my phone, I would put it in my underwear so sometimes.
2: I, how you get it? You, you didn't get I it, it was short.
1: No, that's too much. Y'all, y'all are doing the most. Stop, it's
2: no, you are doing <laughs> the
1: most. What you wanted me to do, carry a fucking pocketbook? <laughs> yes. No. <Okay. laughs> Complete the <deluxe>. look.
3: <laughs> I would have had
1: a cute old fanny pack Or <laughs> uh, something. No, Courtney had a bag, too, so, like, I put stuff in there. Well, that's it's cool. like a towel. I definitely said I wanted to do that.
2: What but that I New definitely mm-hmm. yeah. Okay.
1: It's such a vibe though. Like it's I I don't understand vibe. what it was like. It always
0: looked really dope. Everybody was chilling. It always looks really and dope. So
1: they was giving out these little red balls and niggas was just throwing the balls at each other and it was just like everybody was just having pure fun in the moment and then when you walk into a bar with a dress on you get free drink. Mm,
2: so you
1: was lit. <sighs> shit! I couldn't even drink after that. I couldn't even <laughs> sip that shit. My body said, "Nigga, you're done. That you're bad. done."
0: The vacation is done. What's some things that you think, or that you have experienced, that the heterosexual community haven't? Take your time, girl. I want to say
1: that probably like the freeness of sex. We we are mm-mm. very inhibited creatures. Mm-mm. You don't, you said mm-mm?
0: no. There are white heterosexuals who are having sex. What
2: would you say? <laughs> Not the face. What have,
0: <laughs> what have I done? What, what have I done? What do I think? Um, well, one, dressing up. Um, I think that that's something that they don't get to experience. That's really freeing and liberating, like Winston said. Um, no, they do that, too, because they'd be at the red right, dress one. See, I'm trying to think of something that really separates us. I don't us. think anything. It's not really anything. I don't really mm, think
2: anything. I can have gone through something or another.
0: Especially at some point. Mm-hmm. It's again, that 50-50. Like, you're never going to get away from it. Yeah. I th- Ooh. I, what about poppers? Nope. I think use poppers.
2: Straight men,
0: straight people use poppers all the time. Uh. But the white people got us beat. <laughs> <laughs> They're centuries ahead of us. <laughs> they let us build it and then they ran. Right. And so they, they've been doing things. We got to catch up. We're not as free, but
3: mm.
0: listen. But we're not as free in our head. It's at this point, it's in our head. And I'm not saying that there's not other man-made beasts that are not against us. They are. But I'm talking about just to get free within yourself right. and and within a community. We got to get out of our head. We got to stop. um, We got to unlearn what ancestors have taught us. We have to relearn what's right or Mm -hmm. what we feel to be right and be okay with what we feel to be right and let other people feel right and what they feel right. (coughs) Because nobody's wrong.
2: I think that's it. It's a lot of judgment. It's
0: too much judgment. Mm -hmm. It's way too much much. judgment. If nobody would have put that word in the Bible, we probably wouldn't have been judging each other. Mm -mm. (laughs) We probably never would have thought about it. It's been a thing
1: for years, years. Years back in history, them niggas was all
0: fucking each other. I mean, come on. I mean, but these orgies was full of men, women, straight, gay. They all were in the pool. And ain't nobody cared about what nobody was doing. Mm-hmm. If you didn't want to do it, they ain't touch it. Mm-hmm. But we see it in all these depictions in the movies right. that they all were in there. mm mm-hmm and you see two men in the corner like, oh, they getting it in. Okay. And the woman is over here while the two men, and you're like, wait, and everybody is okay. Everybody right. doing their
2: thing. Everybody Girl. doing
0: their thing. Everybody chilling. But everybody honest, truthful, and upfront up with it. When you start hiding, they start getting STDs and, 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 and all kinds of stupid shit. shit. We, we hide and, and we, you know, that's another, whole nother topic. It's the judgment. That's the judgment. The judgment is making us worse than what we are. The judgment is, is speeding up the human process of destroying ourselves. 100%. And it's, at this point, I find it to be ridiculous. It's too many of us on the planet who are different to not understand, I'm going to see anything at this point. I can't be mad at any of it. Right. It's ridiculous. It's also
2: how you grow up and where you grow up.
0: Because then some people just don't know. Okay. You're
2: not exposed to anything.
0: Yeah. That exposure is important. And so it'll travel you all the way to the workplace where you'll get to work and now you can't be gay in work. Have you guys experienced that?
1: No. What do you mean? Like being gay in the workplace? Mm
0: hmm.
1: Listen. I remember my last job, I had an altercation with this white girl. She said that I owned um, like a sexual harassment situation. Ew. And then when we got into HR and she was explaining to HR, one of the girls in HR was cool with. So when she was explaining to her, I was looking at her like, like bitch, you really know, you know I ain't finna touch that bitch in no way cause I am not sexually attracted to her. <laughs> but the thing is I don't ever rush, I never rush to tell my sexuality at the job cause it's none of your business. I don't right. have to explain that. But the fact that I feel like I have to explain that because these girls, they trying to hit on me.
3: Mm. like They always
1: want to find out who I am. And then I never really say anything about it because it's none of your business. But then they can't take rejection. Mm. So they come with some next shit. Because that's what that girl did. Because she tried to hit on me and I told her I wasn't interested. But I never really elaborated as to why. So
0: they be pulling Emmett Till's on the gays too? Yes. They, the white girls?
2: Not the white girls. Huh. Hmm.
0: Listen, I'm going to call it out. This is the fucking culture shock. Okay?
2: All right now. We
0: ain't letting it happen no more, Cameron. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm serious. Fuck that shit. I don't give no fucks. <sighs> Let me calm down before I get myself in trouble. Um. Anyway, I was at... We were at the last job together, mm-hmm. um, Winston, and... There was a manager above us who clearly didn't like black people. She didn't like gay people, and she didn't like people who were outside of her people, really. Well, I feel like we should put her name on the podcast. Who, Yvonne? Oh yes. Thomas? Oh yes. Yeah, that bitch. Oh yes. So I definitely, really didn't like her. Okay, if you see a round bitch with blue eyeliner, that's her. Not blue eyeliner, stop it. That's her. That's
1: her. She was real round. <laughs> not real round. She was real round.
0: Yo, she got me fired. She got everybody. She got everybody fired. She, got everybody fired. Yeah. she really did not like people of color. Mm-hmm. She didn't like homosexuals. She didn't like if your hair was too long. She I mean, weren't you there the when she lady. called me GI Jane in front of everybody? GI Jane. She said that we were prima donnas. Mm. Um, she would say little stuff about black people. Like this, I wanted to beat the Lord.
1: Mm. I'm gonna use an example. We were standing outside. Me and a group of other guys, and she walks up to us. She was like, what are you guys going to do, start a step team? <laughs> she <laughs> did. Bitch, who are
2: you talking to? A <laughs> <laughs> step team? No, I'm so serious.
0: She literally said she that. She did. She did. And that's and like, it's that undertone. Like, if you don't pay attention.
2: And what y'all say?
0: We
1: couldn't really say nothing. She was the boss.
0: And then on top of that, None she neglected. would go on vacation with HR
1: and take pictures and post it on Facebook.
0: It was not talking. And see, when I did talk, and that's what that's happened, it. I actually went to... Six of them went to HR. Uh-huh. And six of them were gone mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> within a span of six
0: months. What? I, oh, oh, but the leader mm-hmm. was gone the same week. Mm-hmm. They fired me immediately. Yeah, uh, next day.
2: Packing y'all up. But next you day. know
0: my words. Like I went in there talking, no disrespect, no nothing, talking very like, I'm not, I can't. Like This is definitely going to corporate. And they was like, you're out of here.
2: <laughs> because they were her friend
0: and so that's what's happening to, to, to homosexuals like they're building their lives they're buying homes they're buying cars they're having kids and at any time because I don't believe you should be sleeping with the same sex I'm gonna fire you the whole world is flips upside down wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> I mean that's ridiculous and that's how much power we have as human beings over each other.
1: But let me tell you, within that same job we met a group of people that were extremely, you know, spiritual, but embraced us, no questions asked. Yes. No questions asked. With we the were having Bible study at work. And it was just the most refreshing thing to be able to sit amongst people and you ask me about my experience. Being the person that I am, still, Basically. and how you know God yeah. has affected me, being still who I am and yeah. not just black, yeah, but gay and black. How has God, you yeah. know, transcended I'm you? I'm telling stories.
0: them my <laughs> HIV story. I'm telling them my addiction yes. story. not they're not looking at me any kind of way. Any they, kind of way. They're actually pulling me in. So there's all oh, with the bad, there's good. Like that's so dope. That's amazing. Like I love when you find um, the people who are open to humanity, and I don't think that they all was. Okay with homosexuality. I don't think that they all agreed with it. I just think that they don't judge it. Right. It's not my business. I love you, the human. Right. Period. And that's I, I felt that.
1: Yep. Shout out to Miss Misha. Miss Misha. I miss you so much. She's a. She's gonna be. A, she's gonna be a, a huge pastor. Amazing. <laughs> like she should be on here.
0: Listen. No, we 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 wouldn't make it. My views have changed. One hundred percent. I don't believe in that stuff anymore. Mm. I, I I don't. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. Right. Don't get mad, religious people. That I'm not religious.
3: Right. I believe
0: in God. Right. Um, but I, me and her, it. I think that that would get really um, heavy. Mm. And, and I'm I'm okay with heavy. Um, it's just not a conversation I want to have. I don't care to have it anymore.
1: Right.
0: I've given, I'm I'm done with it. Um, I think she's gonna be an amazing pastor. Um, even though I don't, it's not my thing. I think she's gonna do amazing things because she's helped me. Right. I mean, literally helped me. Um, I've seen her gift. I've seen God work in her. Um, so yeah, I think that's dope. Church, were you guys church gays?
1: I became a church gay after.
0: What do you mean after? To a day? certain
1: extent. Um, I, I, try, I attempted to get myself on top within okay. then that one time I just kept hearing something in the back of my head saying not today and it just kept repeating itself mm. and I, I it wasn't my voice so I didn't know but it just felt it felt warm and I don't know it just really really immediately I just thought I was like okay wow well I, well I can hear you yeah and I knew exactly who it was within that moment because I felt like if I never heard nothing I' probably would have went through it because I had ample time to do it. Um, I was just tired. But I just kept hearing not today not today and I just like cried and I put the gum, the knife down, and went back to sleep. Well, cried myself to sleep, but yeah. But then that moment, but it helped me to really realize that, okay, yeah, you know, people talk about you but now I can actually hear you. And I needed to be in that dark, quiet place in order to hear him. So that's pretty much how it went. And so from there I kinda like you know, I found God and I was able to hear him a little louder and I used to pay attention. And I found a church in Harlem that I thought was pretty dope. And I was like, damn, I really want to take my family there. I prayed on it. And then it was just like this one day where I looked to my left, it's my mom, my sister, my aunt, and I looked to my right, it's my brother, my cousin. Like I was able to bring all of them there in one sitting. Yeah. Like that, that shit put me in awe. Like, you, you know, God is dope.
0: Right. So have you had any bad experiences with being queer and in the church? Of course, I
1: mean you know growing up with Jamaican culture, you know they all Christians, judgmental motherfucking Christians. They all telling you you go yeah, to you're hell. calling them out. Yeah. They huh?
0: You calling them out? Uh, oh, you have
1: to. Oh, you have I, to. Come you on, you have, have to. Because you have to be able to look at yourself. Yeah. You know, and so for a lot of them, mm. they always want to shout. They will pull that scripture out in a second, mm. and try to give you their interpretation in mm. a second. And I understand that you feel some type of way, but there's nothing I can do about it. You don't got to be there. Don't worry about it, because you're not going to be in the bedroom with me when I'm lying down with that man.
2: You know what's so confusing to me is that people are so judgmental when it comes to homosexuality, but the same people that are judging you are rushing to a baby shower. Come on! That Come on! Aren't married, right. a single mom. As they type right. in, as they type in the post. It's so right. weird to me. Like <laughs> all these kids out of wedlock, and this is what you want to focus. And on. You and you want so to make
0: it. it so stern and set so, a yeah, point. I you want like me to that. follow it. Like I don't like here. that. So wait, you mad at the product that came from the sex that is also a sin that you did? That you that, you, that your people did. That, okay. I mm-hmm. again because once again, again we came out gay out of y'all. Because if I, if we had to be technical, were you married when you had me?
2: What are we talking about? See, it's a lot of that. What it's are a we lot talking about? It's a lot of that in but and they don't, out. they don't find those scriptures. No, they no, they <laughs> don't want to pull those out. They up. can't find those scriptures. They don't, they don't remember what
0: page. <laughs> Actually, I think they've been pulled out like the other ones with Mary and all the women. in <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that happened too.
2: It's so strange. It's, it's absolutely true.
0: ridiculous. It's Damn. It's funny. I think it's funny. So but it, I mean it started somewhere and uh, again with like even with the with with being african-american that started somewhere like when is humanity ever going to get it together where people can just be human we didn't send ourselves here
2: i feel like we're slowly getting there
0: but it's yeah we are I, i agree we're
2: making slow strides i agree um Cause we didn't have any type of representation growing up as kids, like gay artists. Yes. On TV. Little Nas X. Like, we That's crazy,
0: that. and being number one. Right. And mm-hmm. celebrated
2: like that. So I think it's kind of dope.
0: That's crazy to me. Yeah, I think it's. I think it is changing. Um, it has changed. We can talk about now and then, like mm-hmm. when we were younger, getting bullied. Till now, we see kids coming out in elementary school, right. <laughs> and they not being bullied at all. Some still, still are.
2: Yeah, but, it, but it's, it's,
0: it's so different. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, it's a part of pop culture now. So now the conversations are being had yeah. at a younger age. Yeah. So.
0: But that's what representation does. Once you see it, now you can talk about it. Right. Now it's not so scary. Right. Now it's foreign. not so taboo. It right. Because
1: right. before, we, it wasn't really talked about. You just be seeing people on the street and you're like, oh.
0: Right. There's always going to be something we're never going to be accepted right there's always going to be someone based on the bible that hates gays always y'all have any topics anything y'all want to this newfound
1: sensation of being dominated in regards to like nasty shit like okay spit and
0: scat (laughs) Wait, what do you mean newfound? This is you found? No, man. Not you, found. How dare you? <laughs> Now, have I, have I done
1: certain things that I would not want pretty much kind of sort of done to me to someone else
0: because they wanted
2: it? So be it. Right.
0: Listen, that is not newfound. Don't be so tight-lipped now.
2: No, I don't like to be dominated. No, I don't it's like any of that. That's, not, that's <laughs>
0: actually not for me. But have
1: you
2: done but, it? Done what in
1: particular, what are oh, you asking? The, like, like, the the stuff that the people you wanted to show like Dominus spit on me. Spit in my face. I really like that. It, or, or, or piss on me. Mm, I don't
2: really like
1: that. But have you done it? No. <laughs>
2: like, that
1: turns me off almost. I mean, I'm going to do it, but I don't want to keep smelling I this. mean, I'm going to
0: do it! Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm going to do it, but I don't
1: want to keep smelling this shit, there.
0: Well, I don't know how I came to this earth so open. I think you do. Well, I came into an open family, really. Like, it's so funny how that happens.
3: Like, I'm just like my family. And so
0: it, for me, it's not taboo. It's not wrong. It's not disgusting. It's it's not, it's 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 what I like. It's who I am. And so. And I think that's the reason why I don't judge people also because I'm so different in so many ways. Right. I, how can I judge anyone? Right. I'm, I'm into some crazy shit and always have been. <laughs> now, can you shit on me? No. Don't ever. That's now, that's the fuck it. Yeah, no. yeah you sure. don't went too goddamn far. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the other shit, yeah, slap me, choke me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so don't here for all that. i for all that stuff, yeah. <laughs> What?
0: Sex is a big thing in the gay community. Why do you think that is? It's big throughout humanity, but they say that we're really p- promiscuous and we can't be in monogamous relationships. See, the thing is, is because we're men and
1: we're able to just say, "Hey, yo, I'm attracted to. you. I want to fuck you down," and they be down.
0: And if it, so it don't work with women, it, work. women they're very emotional. Yeah. They play so the game. right. Well, they're getting it's penetrated. They're the ones. Of course, but so, so it's different. Di- yeah, but men but are still different. different, right? Because we have the man still who just right. still wants to fuck, right. <laughs> and we don't have the emotion attached. Right, we have the We have the detachment factor. Right. So they're getting penetrated with the emotion. Mm-hmm. That's got to be something completely different. Right. So we are just hooking up and we are detached. Oh, right. that was that was good for the moment. The moment passed. Right. That was right. that Goodbye. passes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I've had some some really whole faces. We all. I think we. I think everybody has. Yes.
2: Why? And if you didn't, you you didn't have it yet.
0: But you mean why not?
2: Everybody oh, it's does gonna it. Happen? It's coming. Everybody it's coming. has the whole phase, even the women.
0: Is there a reason why y'all went into whole phase? Like, what triggered your whole phase? It's a good question.
2: Probably just age and being young and horny. Like, yeah, that yes. was it? You just be really just young and horny. Experimenting, seeing what you like, what you don't like.
1: Yeah. And then when you realize it's just easy to obtain, especially when you're young, you're not really thinking. you just doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Child. You still a hoe? I'm a Christian. Oh. That, that tells everything. <laughs> He's a, I'm American. <laughs> that tells everything. <laughs> oh, that tells everything. <laughs> Christians um, are hypocrites so we know you, you are dirty are. Bitch. <laughs> I don't do those things oh, okay good. <laughs> good. <laughs> that's funny look I've really enjoyed talking to you guys today um we got a couple more questions we'll wrap it up or we can keep talking a little bit y'all just let me know um, but I do got to get these last couple ones out because I think they're pretty good
2: let's do
0: it um, we need some gays in leaderships where do we need that leadership, though? Where are we missing government? Okay. Mm, Even on them. a smaller scale, do you think we need it? Like, what is it? What is it called when Ooh, we need gay teachers? That's what I'm looking for mentors. are a lot of gay teachers. Uh, a lot of gay they teachers. are a lot of gay teachers. Yeah, they there are. are gay They're gay needed. It's crucial to have. Yeah. So that kids
1: can see
2: but then some parents feel the way about that. And they always feel away. What no.
1: What can you do, you can't really do anything right. about it. But from, from our point of view, it's, it's crucial because it'll help a child understand that there's people out there and that you're able to be what you want. You're able to be a teacher and be gay and be okay. You understand what I'm saying? It's easy, it's, it's good for kids to see things like that. I but agree. you know, parents don't want to deal with the deliberation of a child. You know, a child that feels like, okay, I see somebody like me, I'm okay. Because I see that, I want to live my truth now and I'm ready. They think they're the influenced. Be
0: ready. Right. The, I, the baby just see their self, they're not influenced. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never no, mind. Um, yeah, I like that answer. Um, politics definitely is missing, um, and teachers are definitely missing. Um, well, not, I, I think there are a lot of them, but yeah. they also lose their jobs too just because the parents are like, I'm not with that. Mm-hmm. Wow! I've heard about it. Like, um, uh-uh, they should not be teaching my class. That's
2: crazy. That's ridiculous.
0: And these are the people who are gonna probably teach their kids the best. Like, even though gay people have this undertone of attitude and sarcasm and rudeness because of how we were taught, we really are the best people on the planet. Like, we are so loving at our core. Of course, not all of us, but really, like when you know us, we're creative and we want to teach. We want to help. That's why we're in entertainment and right. hairstylists and, and, and clothing and wardrobe. And, and we do everything mm-hmm. to help and, and build. That's just who we are. So, really, we would teach your children the best. Because we're going to love your kids.
2: Right.
0: But they're so jaded by this one line in this damn book that, you know, there's people being hated all across the world for it. But so. speaking about
1: education and... Um being gay, wasn't that wasn't there were like an article that said that Florida created something where they can't talk about gay in the school system or some shit
0: like that? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yes, it just happened just recently. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Come on, um, current events, period. <laughs> we have arrived. Yeah, hey, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, that article, uh, what did you want to say on that? Because they, they I just did. thought
1: that was crazy because I'm like, you, you trying to block. Now, imagine how many gay students you have in that school. Are you blocking something that can potentially help them? Yeah. Because sometimes not you don't only learn in the household, you also learn things in school
0: and the people yeah, that you're, you're around. To if you
1: prohibit it, like how can they experience? Because that's the whole purpose of school, to help kids build up their social. Right. Their social, you know, what's that word?
0: um social skills yeah social skills like
1: yeah. building it up but if you hinder a certain part of it how can they progress yeah in that area
0: you're always holding your child back we're always holding our children back mm-hmm. and then we become adults and we hold ourselves back hmm
1: and then when we get it we don't know how to handle it
0: and we lose it lose it or lose control come on lose control y'all seen them lose control okay lots of them oh, wow. <laughs> Why is there so much self hate? Why do the, I think we kind of covered that.
1: Yeah. Cause I feel like that has a lot to do with the journey.
2: What's the journey question?
1: Like the journey of, of finding yourself and, you know, um, making yourself better and being able to stand in the burn and look at yourself and say that the experiences that I've been through and the people that hurt me, I forgive them because I can, and I do that for myself. To make myself, you know, be able to live my life completely wholeheartedly without regrets about what has happened. Because those things that has happened to me made me the person that I am today.
0: Yeah.
1: And I respect that.
0: Yeah.
1: I respect it. Don't say, I'm not saying that, oh, it should have happened for me to be who I am. No. But it did. It that's happened. It. it made me Winston that I am today, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. A lot Winston's. of people are not, though. That's, what, that's my argument. And it causes a lot of self-hate. That's my Why? argument. And then they want to self-hate and still be in relationships
0: and try to make that work. How does that work? It doesn't. It never does. And nobody wants to listen. So when you get in a relationship and you have baggage and you are dealing with self-hate and your partner says, oh, I don't like this, This, you do this, or that has happened, we get defensive, we argue, we fight, we break up, and we start over.
2: But it's also delivery though it's how you talk to people absolutely mm-hmm. so I but some
0: people it doesn't even matter how you talk to them if, they, if it's their trigger and it's something that they're going to get mad at no no matter you how you say it
2: you did not work on birth, your
0: childhood right? trauma mm-hmm. and now your boyfriend's bringing it up you're losing good people because these are the people that's trying to help you right how so do you that. see yourself without your partner saying hey this is what's happening you can't look at yourself you're not, we can't see ourselves. So when you get in a relationship, where we fall short um, is we don't allow people to tell us who we are because people have already tried to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so now you're not going to come in here and tell me who I am. I know who I am. I've already built this up. It's very important to know that when searching for a mate, you are searching for someone who you can trust with your life. So when they tell you something, you should be able to trust that it is the truth. And if you don't trust what they are telling you, they probably should not be the mate for you. Yo, it's been such a good night. I love you all. Please, show the homosexual community some love. There are people out there going through things that we have no idea about. Um, They're hurting, man. We're hurting each other so bad. And... We're doing the exact opposite of what the bible says to do now even though i am not religious i do know that there is good in the bible and the bible says to do good things and if you truly want to live a good life you will not judge homosexual people you would leave it to god all right y'all i appreciate you being here with us tonight on the culture shock podcast um do you guys have anything you want to say to the people before you leave where can they find you let them know your instagram facebook send them some love
1: all I'm, all I'm gonna say is live your truth, stay in your lane, mind your fucking business. Come on. <laughs> That's the only way you're gonna excel in this life. Focus okay. on you, focus on your target. I and like stop that. worrying about what's going on left and right because right. how they get there, how you get there, gonna be two different journeys, two different obstacles. Yeah. Let it go
0: and do you. And where can they find you?
1: Um, I'm all over this place, um, but you can find me on Instagram.
0: Child, we know. Oh, shut
1: shut your ass up. Um Instagram is the T H E underscore official underscore Winston J Reed. That's my Instagram. You can find me there. Um I just be working and chilling. And getting on y'all nerves. Which I love it.
3: So
0: And you, Theo?
2: Um, my Instagram is TB underscore hairstylist and
0: The best in the business. Um, Anything you want to say to the people?
2: Um, Just focus on your goals, man. Yeah. Get them goals. Run after them goals. Get that money.
0: Yeah. That's good. Both of those were good. Thank you. And we're going to be right back with some questions. When leaving the room, they should talk about you. Don't be so offended. Your spirit is bright. Beautiful, bold, and brilliant. Whatever bad they may speak is a reflection of their own insecurities. Self love is expressed through authenticity and integrity. Be who you were sent to this earth to be yourself. Welcome back, y'all. I have Theo and Winston with me. We are going to answer the same six questions we ask every week. We just want to know how we all connect and how we are connected as one. So, Theo, what always makes you smile?
2: Food. Food? You have always <laughs> been a foodie. yeah makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> Genuinely. What's your favorite kind of food? See, I'm fat. I eat everything. I like soul food. I like Caribbean food. I like pasta, Funners. everything. You name it. Yes. Depends on the day, though.
0: I love it. You've always been that way. <laughs> How do you relax yourself when you're stressed out?
2: Um, funny enough, I like to sit in the dark. Yeah. I like to sit in the dark. Um, Listening to music, I really? love listening to Neo Soul. Yeah, that's my jam. I can see that for
0: you. That's funny because that's what I like to do, also. Really, please put me pitch black. Oh my god, Nothing. Oh. I used
2: to work in the salon, they used to think I was so crazy. Like, I would literally go in the lunchroom and turn the lights off. When people open the door and be so shocked when they see me in there. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. The dark, it like decompresses you, like, it,
0: it relaxes yeah. all of it. Mm-hmm. I love the dark. What's one life lesson that you think everyone should know?
2: Believing in yourself. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like you have to, if you don't, no one else is going to. Mm -hmm. So definitely believing in yourself and whatever it is that you are going after, like you have to be 100% on that. That's
0: good. All right, Winston, it's your turn. Mm -hmm. What always makes you smile? Life. Like, I wake up in the morning and I just
1: look at the scenery and just pay attention to everything around me and just realize that life is dead ass a gift. People is just falling down left and right, and we are still here able to sit down and smoke a blunt with each other and appreciate each other's presence. Child. You know, everybody does not have that. Exactly. And so to wake up every morning, it's it's a gift because I sit, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a cancer, so I sit and be doing things all the time. I'm weird. But it really makes me appreciate being here, you know, and so that's what makes me smile I love to see people in their element
3: mm-hmm.
1: now you, because you see people in their ultimate Whatever that raw emotion is in that moment when they when they think nobody's watching
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and it, it's just be refreshing to see humans being humans even though they get on our nerves Sometimes <laughs> but To just see them. I being it themselves. It, it, it's a beautiful thing.
0: You know? Yeah, I do love that how do you relax yourself when you're stressed out? Marijuana. Yes. Always yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the marijuana for me. Always. That's how I got
0: through the pandemic. I'm sorry. Right. What's the most unbelievable thing to happen to you?
1: I told myself that I wanted to do something and I was able to do it. It might not be on a big scale, but it's on a big scale for me.
0: What is that thing? Acting. Acting. Yeah. You know, just
1: being able to do it and just like manifesting things that I say that I want. I said, I wanted a house and now I'm 30 and I got a house, you know, like just being able to manifest anything that I said that I wanted, I was able to do it. And all it took was just saying that I'm gonna have it and just keeping it in my mind that that's what I want. So whatever I'm doing, it has to be working towards that goal. And it's happened so many times, like, you know.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. I'm definitely proud of you. What's one lesson, what's one life lesson you think everyone should know? Stop listening to everybody. Yes. Yes, though,
1: like, I know a lot of people say don't tell people your ideas because they'd be so quick to shoot it down. Yeah. It's okay to tell them, but take what people say with a grain of salt assault. because how they handle things and want to do things and how you handle things and want to do things is just two different things
3: absolutely because
1: they they probably can't handle whatever negative connotation is going to come with that idea right but you can't right you understand what i'm saying so stop worrying about what other people got to say about your idea let your idea work for you
0: that was my one of my biggest problems growing up all my life not being able to do anything because i cared about everybody Everybody else's opinion right my feelings will be hurt so fast y'all know i'm bipolar as fuck (laughs) um what event in your life made you see life differently Hmm.
1: so many events uh obviously trying to trying to harm myself it really really made me appreciate life even more i understand at that age because you grow up right in that moment yeah you really really grow up and so I don't know it's just like a lot of things rush to you and you you really start to appreciate the little things that you've done in your life even the little bad parts like you start to appreciate it because in that moment you're thinking of stopping it
0: right and it could all be over. and
1: not realizing that your glass literally is half full like you're not literally on empty look at the bright side sometimes you have to really sit down and think and really go over your life, cause in that moment you don't go over your life. You know how your life flashes before your eyes when you're in danger. You feel like you're about to lose it. It doesn't happen in that moment. I did not feel it. Mm. I did not feel it, but I had to really sit down and go through it myself. After I got, I sat down and I really went through life. And I was like, damn, I do have things to do. Damn, like if I do this now, all of this will stop. You yeah. know, it's just you. It makes you really think about things like that. Right. Or maybe it's the weed. I don't know.
0: Well, that does it for me, too. I get yeah. it. <laughs> uh, what's your personal legend? What do you plan on leaving behind? I'm going to leave behind my work. Um, that is that is the only thing I really
1: wanted to do. Like, I I love to be an actor. Um, and don't get me wrong about, yes, I would love to be on TV, but I already feel like I made it. Come on. I already feel like I made you're it. You're already And so it. Yeah. And,
0: that, and that's why you're going to be blessed with more, mm-hmm. because you're grateful for where you are and what yeah. you have. And so you're going to get bigger roses and that's coming. I can't wait to see you on everything, Chad. I'm excited. I'll be at the Red copyright. like, that's my beat. Yes. Oh, yes. We're yes. It together. So well, that's going cool. to chill with Riri at the after party. in the. Day. Oh, I'll be Riri. there smoking already. Okay. Riri. We will be there smoking, sweetie. Okay. All of it. And if you're pregnant, girl. <laughs> you still smoking? Put the baby out. Put the baby out. the baby Oh, God. All right, are you ready for this? We're going to... What's the most unbelievable thing to happen to you?
2: Mm, The most unbelievable thing that happened to me was getting to work with Brandy. Like for me, like anybody that knows me knows how much of a fan I am of Brandy. And to have her like text me, like,
0: it's
2: crazy. Like her name popping up on the phone doesn't make sense. Yes. Unbelievable. Crazy, yeah. I yeah, how you crazy. love her. Crazy, <laughs> yo.
0: We would, you would, when we were younger, we would talk about Brandy. You would talk about Brandy in the cafeteria. No, we were in a library, I think. Uh-huh. We would sit in high a library school. in high school yeah. and we'd talk about Brandy like all day. Brandy, Monica, Beyonce, but Brandy, yeah, in particular. <laughs> Brandy was it. So I was when when I seen that happen for you, I was like, "Oh wow! Like I know what this is." Yes, yeah. I was super excited. This is huge.
2: Didn't make sense. It still feels like a dream.
0: It's that's so amazing. You have done amazing things, also. Thank you. you I really, I'm really proud of you. It's, you.
1: it's so rewarding to see where you started from so you Well, he
0: was have. the first one out of all of us to jump into his career. Yeah. And that was like, wow. Okay, so we can do that. Right. <laughs> And, and your career was, it wasn't, it wasn't like everybody else's career, nine to five. It was, I'm going to do my own thing. Fuck y'all. I'm not going to work for y'all. I'm going, I'm not doing that. I don't like that. <laughs> he clocked in two times. It was like, I'm not, I don't like right. that. I'm, I don't like any of that.
2: <laughs> when you know, you know.
0: Yeah. How did you know? like How did you start doing hair?
2: I started doing hair when I was about 13, like mm-hmm. doing my niece's hair. Right. And like stealing her mannequins and like. Come on, steal. <laughs> stealing my sister's extensions and like trying to figure out how to put a weave in a mannequin's head. Right. <laughs> but that's how it started. <laughs> and Come then it worked from that to doing hair for like my friends like after school or like dances we had. I and remember. Shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I went to beauty school after high school and kind of just. It was just a ripple
0: effect. Yeah. It just took off, Mm -hmm. man. That was so fucking amazing to see. You got to
2: find your passion
0: early. Yeah, I mean, but everybody can't. It's not, unfortunately, everybody don't have the opportunity to. You were afforded a luxury that a lot of Americans don't have. You had stable parents who were older, who were wiser, who were able to teach you something and impart something on you. Um, My mom was an addict with bipolar. And I didn't have a chance to find my like, gift. I was too stressed out by everything around me right. because her life was stressed out. Um, so sometimes it's not as easy as finding it early, right. but find it. Don't find give it. up on yourself. Yeah. Find right. it is the, is the key. And lean into it. Yeah, That's what embrace it, it. like fuck. Yeah. And be consistent. Consistency. Um, right? You were consistent as fuck. It's the consistency. <laughs> Man, I, I keep saying that was so amazing to see because Again, just coming from where I, where I come from You were the first one right. To jump into your career And I don't think you knew how big that was For even us All to see us. that We've always talked about it right. You were the first one like, oh, I'm there you go And we were like, oh shit Sometimes you don't even notice it You honestly, don't know what you're doing <laughs> You're you like literally working it. with your head down And yeah. it's like, you
2: look up and it's like, oh shit Like, <laughs> wow Like, it, it, <laughs> It sometimes
0: throws me off too. Yeah, I'm so proud of y'all. Thank you. I'm um, proud of you too. Come on, hello. podcast. Thank you. Hello. A lot of life changes. First of all, for us to be a group of friends and to be thriving right. um, and getting better and and being well and good to each other, I love that for us. See, the thing this is, we hold, we not in right, community, but we hold each other accountable.
1: We, we do. really, really do.
0: We we honestly... And we don't disrespect each other. We in, don't. In, in we call way. each
1: other on our bullshit without it uh, kind of being disrespectful. Any, right. To a certain extent. And even when one of us like really, really step really far out of line, we try to right. come together and really right. talk on it. We really, like, we talk about deep shit. We've done it for years.
0: Well, I enjoy it. No, of course
1: we all did. Realistically, yeah, it made us all uh, grow. always, no matter where we were, we was always gathering and we partying. But we always ended up talking about some real shit.
0: It was always genuine. Mm-hmm. We were always growing together. Mm-hmm. Until we wasn't. Castillo left us. <laughs> 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 Don't do that. She's too busy. How you just praise him and it doesn't? too fucking Don't busy. Don't do that.
2: <laughs> Look where I'm at. I'm here. Oh, fuck I'm president.
0: Buddy. Oh boy. Okay. All right, y'all. I thank you for being here with us tonight on the Culture Shock podcast. It has been a fucking awesome night for me. I have had my best friends here, and these two people have been with me since childhood. And so to be an adult and have these conversations and doing this to help other people is so inspiring to me, and I hope it inspired you. Have a good night, y'all. One last favor. Let all your friends, family, coworkers, loved ones, hell, even your enemies know. It's time for a fucking culture shock. It's always a pleasure having you all here at the culture shock podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe so that you, your friends and family will never miss another episode. Also, share to all of your social media platforms. The more we share, the more we care. I want to leave a little something with you. The path that you are on is guided by your spiritual being. Following your spirit to the ends of this journey will lead to inner peace. Looking outside of yourself to seek validation from others eventually leaves an open space for self-hate. So, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Always remember, most humans will never have the map to your destination.